Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shane Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I'm getting soft in my old age. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> I'm Jay, and I, I have to admit, this is one of the grading episodes I'm most excited for in a really long time. So, <laughs> uh, I'm Josh, and... Even the eight-year-old child deep inside my heart has so many questions. So we're going to be talking about the Book of Boba Fett today. Um, we can, I guess, before we do uh, things for Discount Games, Inc. Um, I'm trying to think of what cool... Oh, I, when this comes out, uh, there will have just released a bunch of, of cool X-Men and Brotherhood of Mutants models for Marvel Crisis Protocol. And the Eldritch Omens box should still have some inventory that you can uh, check out and purchase and and fill that uh, game-shaped hole in your heart and experience joy from purchasing at Discount Games Inc. That's such uh, a good name, too. Eldritch Omens. I want it to. It is. Name. So, uh, do either of you have anything before we dive into uh, creating the Book of Boba Fett? I mean, Trevor, are you winning at World of Tanks? <laughs> That's a very subjective term. Um, I have won some games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you're you're spending a lot of time doing this event, and I like. Do you get the equivalent of a participation trophy for doing this, or what is what is the so, reward? So the reward that everyone wants is there is a, a tank that is a reward. It, it is called the um, T-95 Chieftain, basically. It's it's the, it's the a British tank that was uh, dominant during the, like the 60s, 70s era and is still in use today in many places. Anyway, in the game, it is broken. It is, frankly, uh, it is the worst type of creep possible uh and the only place you can get it is through this is through grinding clan wars um and it is so broken that basically all the top clans require you to have one. Um, oh wow okay <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty it's it gets used in in all of the major competitions it's it's super strong it needs it needs to be nerfed um but anyway that's that is the reward and it's why it's so hotly contested and the the funny thing is um is the way the system works is the top clans get really really far ahead of everyone else 
to the point where they've guaranteed, say, 10 players are going to get the, the free tank. And then they basically um, carry uh, all the other players to that height as well. And everybody else who cannot do that sort of thing have to basically play every single game, every single night to try to get one of these tanks. But like the top clans can, they can get so far ahead that they can put people in position where they cannot be overtaken and then they can grab more people and drag them up. And so they can, instead of getting like, you know, my clan might get, I don't know, seven tanks tops. There's only 1200 tanks total this, this season. So I, I, my clan might get seven of those. Um, and the top, the top 20 or 30 or, or more. Do you already have one or? Nope. No, they're, they're, they're difficult to get. Uh, well, I'm excited to uh, hear at the end of this if you I'm, succeed in getting one. So I'm currently on track. Um, on the, I'm in the top 800, so I'm in the top two thirds of the 1200 who will get right, the tank. Right. Um, but as the as the event goes on, more and more of the top clans will just like right, s- right. steamroll all the little guys. Like so, uh, my, Has, my only my only hope is that as I fall, I won't fall beyond 1200. I assume that you have uh, tried this before. Um, so here's the funny thing: this tank, um, it was like the only thing that mattered. It was there's other rewards that you can get, other tanks, but most of them don't even hold a candle to the chieftain. Um, so for the last year and a half, um, the chieftain has not been available as a reward. This is this oh, interesting. Is first time it's come back. Um, in a year and a half, almost two years. So that makes it even more hotly contested. Yeah, everyone. It's a big deal for lots of people. Yeah, so I just want to give you guys an example. We've played a ton of games. We've played almost every night. And and my clan has... This is... Um, you earn fame. My, and your clan also earns fame. And your clan's position modifies your rewards. Anyway, my, my clan is in the top 50, and we've earned roughly 3,500 fame over the course of these three days. The top clan, in those same days, has earned 256,000 fame. <laughs> so is the, this a rich get richer kind of thing, or is this oh, a, a, Oh, okay. yes. Oh, okay. yes. Okay. Here, here's what will blow, blow your mind about this whole system. So they've earned 256,000. Just... Guess what the second top clan has earned. 56,000. Okay, you're pretty close. Actually, closer than I thought you would. Number two has earned 97,000. So oh, wow. The top, yeah, so the there's a big old spread. Is, is more than doubled the second top clan. And, okay, and I would have thought that the other top... I would have thought there would have been more top clans closer to each other. Right, uh, yeah. Well, uh, there's such a disparity, though. We're in 50th place, or round 50th, and we have 3,000. Right, yeah. I mean, they have they have you know just so far outpaced all the rest of us, and I you know I wouldn't call us a top clan by any means, but you know the top the top ten have ten times to you know two hundred times as much as we have. It just it it blows my mind how far ahead they can get. So when you're earning well, that I'm... that much, it's easy to like bury everyone else. I love it as a window into a, a world of madness that even I probably cannot comprehend. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm excited to check in at the end and see <laughs> see how your hopes and dreams have been crushed. <laughs> well, 
the the funny thing is is my old clan um they're they're struggling like um they're they're not all that great but um anyway they're around 100 rank and they have 878 fame yeah and it's just like it, it it's such a disparity between the bottom and the top and the bottom guys will never even get a chance they won't even be close to ever getting a tank it's just it's frustrating for a lot of us <laughs> All right, Boba Fett. Okay, so <laughs> I'm, I'm I guess as I'm curious as a precursor or prelude to this, you know, at the end of season two of The Mandalorian, they did a teaser saying, you know, coming soon, the book of Boba Fett. Um, what was your guys's reaction to that slash hype level? I was excited before Disney managed to crush all your hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Those are making some big assumptions today. Oh, um, I was, I would, I would say cautiously optimistic. Like it, it wasn't necessarily a story that I was interested in, but I will say at the end of Mandalorian season two, like Fennec Shand was a cool character. So, it, you know, it was going to be interesting to see. I mean, I like that actress a lot too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was going to be interesting to see her. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. To see her character in that. Um, but yeah, I would say cautiously optimistic. Mainly, I was optimistic because they had done, they knocked it out of the park with the Mandalorian. But, but any trepidation I had was trepidation because what they had done so amazingly with the Mandalorian was tell a new story, right? Like it was a new character with, you know, some ties to the Star Wars universe that most of us know and love, right? And so, mm-hmm. I. I I'm starting to the older I get, the more I'm like, I don't know if I need to retread certain characters or revisit certain characters. You know what I mean? Mm, so I mean, I, I I think that's something that's that Star Wars has kind of struggled with in general. Yeah, that's true. But this is not a character that's been overtread. No, that's fair, Trevor. Yeah, like I, that's I why mean, I say of, of I was the, mostly optimistic. Like I, if I had any trepidation, it was very minor. Of the characters that they have, you know. Tread too much of. He's Revisited not, too much. He's not necessarily one of them. Although let's Jay's going, that, Jay's going say, to come in and say that he's overhyped, which I I don't necessarily agree with, but whatever. Let's say that uh, you consider Tatooine a character. That would be something oh that my you God. could say. That's a fair complaint. <laughs> that is something you could say is uh, over overvisited or overtread. I assume it's a cheap set, though. <laughs> it must be. I don't. Yeah. Like just pour out some dirt. I don't think it's that there. cheap. I don't think it's I'll that cheap. That. If if you talk about um trying to film in a place that has no vegetation or very little vegetation, um it gets actually more difficult than you think. It's like when they filmed um sure. Fury Road, they had to digitally remove tons of vegetation because it was just everywhere. Even in the most desolate places on Earth, we just have a lot of things that make it look like Earth. Those thinking plants. <laughs> so i you know i i'm sure that it's probably not as cheap as you think i think that they probably place it there because of where we left his character off at but i agree with you guys it's like give me a new planet give me something different i mean if i if i think back to the mandalorian season two one of my favorite episodes of that season was the one where you I'm I'm blanking on her name right now because it's well because I'm old but also it's it's the morning um but uh Anakin's apprentice um Ahsoka Tana 
Uh, so yes, okay. So you know, you meet her, and it's kind of this, and it's this planet that it just looks and feels different than a lot of the things you've seen before, and it's just, it's a really cool setting, and it looks visually interesting, and I, I just thought it was a fantastic episode. And if you contrast that, and there was also a lot of fun things going on in the episode, yeah. but the setting definitely contributed to it being a good episode. Um, and if you contrast that with, you know, here we go again on Tatooine, it's it's a pretty big difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and look, Jay, one I, of my <sighs> go ahead, Trevor. As I, I said, one, one of one of my complaints about all planets in the Star Wars universe is they. And I'm going to make a you know a little hyperbole statement here, but I can't think of anything that goes outside of this. Is that they are one biome? Right. Yeah. The, oh, sure. Yeah. Through yeah, the yeah. entire planet. You are on desert that, planet. You are on yeah. water planet. You yeah. yeah for reasons right. I Forest don't understand. planet, city planet, swamp planet. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, yeah. It, it, it drives me a little insane. Like I just yeah. That's look, fair. Jay. Here is the here's the thing about. I agree with you that Tatooine's character has been overused, but the whole vibe I got by the time I got to the end of the Book of Boba Fett is, oh man, they found the warehouse with the old Jabba's Palace playset and (laughs) the Rancor toys and the the Gamorrean... I mean, they found the warehouse and they have got to get these things. I mean, it's a Saturday morning cartoon all over again. They gotta <laughs> unload all those old toys, right? Because that's that's what they did this whole uh, I mean, series. I guess for me to go back to answer my own question, uh, you know, I saw Book of Boba Fett being announced, and I was like, oh, but I was not excited for it because um, I don't really find you don't like Boba Fett. I don't. I don't find the. Yeah. I don't find the character interesting. Yeah. Um, and but I also was like I. After the Mandalorian was so successful, I was like at least intrigued, thinking that at least it's I'm going to get a good Star Wars show, and A and B, it will likely give me a reason to care about Boba Fett finally. Uh, so instead, Jay gets a big old serving of confirmation bias. <laughs> well, point of order, sir. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure it's confirmation bias when Disney basically takes all of my biases and makes a series that says, yes, Jay, you were right all along. <laughs> That's, that is the cognitive distance. I just don't understand. Uh, amazing. Uh, okay, but can we just agree, though, that like they actually ended up and it, it does, it did stink a little of desperation to me. They basically packed two series into this. Like, well, am, I, am I wrong? Spoiler alert here. Like, yeah, sure. We what can, we really got at this was point. the start of season three of The Mandalorian. And speaking of planets being cool, I mean, yes, I know Halo was a great video game, but I did like the whole ring world setting as something. To, although cool. to Trevor's point, it still is sort of. The same biome, right? Like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't drag me into your complaint. I actually love the Ring World. You're the one who said the same biome thing. Is the Ring World not it's a same a, biome? It's a Ring World. Okay, what do you expect? Fine. Fine. No, I'm not complaining <laughs> about it. I like the truth is, okay. I'm gonna say here that the Book of Boba Fett was worth watching for that episode alone. Period. I mean, really, all I needed was just that episode. 
which is four, I think, right? No, this, five is is, 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 is five. Where, oh yeah, it's five when the Mandalorian. Five is when starts. the the show actually stops sucking. <laughs> uh, although I have some questions about the final episode. Well, yeah, I mean they they had to have you know Robert Rodriguez film the finale to bring us back to the dark times of episode one and three. <laughs> the dark times. <laughs> also, I cannot. Oh, I just, I just remember Danny Trejo. I wish there had been more of him. <laughs> like, I did love so, that part. I've, I've been uh, making cracking jokes at it. Uh, I am curious. I, so I would, Trevor. I think it's safe to say that you're probably of the three of us the one who. Uh, likes or is intrigued the most by Boba Fett? Would you would you say that's true? Mm, I guess so. Maybe uh, by yeah. default. I don't think there's that big a gap between Trevor and I. Like you know, cause, but okay. but part of that's like nostalgia. Like I mean, I went, I rode on my dad's shoulders to watch Return of the Jedi in the theater, right? And so that's the first time old people like me saw Boba Fett, and he did seem cool at that time, right? Like well, he's well. He's a lot cooler. Sorry, I guess he's in Empire too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But but there's a lot of nostalgia there. You know what I mean? Sure. So uh, I guess as two Star Wars fans who aren't Boba Fett curmudgeons like like I am, uh, what's what is your opinion? Your I guess your overarching opinion of the series. Um, I I am disappointed with what they've done with the Boba Fett character. Yeah. Um, in in more ways I, than I mean, I honestly I feel as as much as I joke about you know this. <laughs> you like feel bad? Is that what you're about to say? <laughs> no, I I honestly do because you know I I know that this is a character that is important to a lot of people, and this was a chance for them to finally do some cool things, flesh out this character. He has had, um, a, my understanding is that he has had a fair bit of. Uh, fleshing out in books, but you know that's not TV or movies, and so there's there it's was a cool fleshing. opportunity for that. It has there a was, different weight, right? Yeah, there there yeah, was fleshing, fleshing out in in Clan Wars as well. Um, you got to know him as a child. So I mean, and I would i I would like I would have liked to have had those fans be able to be like, wow, this is really cool or whatever. And I I would have liked for me to have had some reason after watching this to care about this character but you know it i i feel bad that it ended up the way that it, <laughs> for them the, the funny thing is is a lot of the hardcore fans i mean um one of our uh, mutual acquaintances a friend of mine uh he's a super fan of boba fett and uh-huh. i don't think i don't think he was ever swayed at all during the, i think he enjoyed every second of it oh uh, really okay wow. Cool. wow yeah i mean <laughs> the the amount of cognitive dissonance from from that group is probably enough to overcome but for me it was not i i expected I, mean, I expected a man of little words who almost never took his helmet off who was <laughs> who was the quintessential badass and he was none of those things none my, of them. really my 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 biggest issue that is just like so bewildering to me is that they portrayed him in this series as just this wildly incompetent character who is 
always outgunned and never knows the lay of the land and just thinks that people should respect him by default for as near as I can tell no reason when he is a outgunned and does not seem to realize that, I guess. So I mean, I what is, what is, what is cool about that? <laughs> not nothing. I well, mean, Frank, yeah, right? I, I did have some tonal whiplash in a couple occasions, uh, you know, like, well, like I'll just say it, like, especially in that last episode, like him and the Mando are holed up in the ruin and you're like, Oh, this is about to be a, you know, Alamo kind of moment. Like, and then what's that? The freaking real quick, makers real, real quick, Josh. Yes. Uh, as a quick pause, you know, the, the, that last episode, the opening scene, Boba Fett is standing in the, uh, the bombed out building with his helmet off. And I was just like, once again, he, is not wearing a helmet because who knows why. And then that last Alamo scene, finally he has his helmet on for like two contiguous minutes in the series. <laughs> and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is so much better. I don't understand why this hasn't happened up to this point. <laughs> so the vibe I'm getting from both my co-hosts, Jay more than Trevor is, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Right. I mean, I am disappointed. I like, I've said this online on Twitter or in our discord that I really had hopes that John Favreau was going to be this Kevin Feige uh, for person for star Wars, who will usher us into a golden era of star Wars that is sorely needed in my opinion. Uh, and he is the person who wrote every episode of the book of Boba Fett. He did have Dave Filoni did co-write episode six, but uh, my confidence has been shaken on him uh, becoming the, the new Kevin Feige for Star Wars, yeah. I guess. To, sure. to, to be fair, I think there was some directive uh, director control that happened on some of those and some of maybe some of the art that, I'm um, sure. I, I think that Robert Rodriguez should never be allowed to touch Star Wars ever again. But <laughs> I, but I don't, don't have. I, I don't, don't have. Like, what else has Robert Rodriguez done? Uh, the worst episodes of The Mandalorian. He did. <laughs> he also did um, core movies that you will never watch. And I don't. Even I, as someone who uh, likes horror movies, they're they're not a style that I particularly like. So. Um. He's. He's done a lot of films, and I I actually like a lot of the things he's done, but I think that he's too caught up maybe in his own style to see that his style doesn't mesh well with Star Wars. Sure. I don't know if I don't know if that's fair to say, but I just don't think he his vision of Star Wars doesn't mesh with mine. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. The you know the the episode of Mandalorian where uh kind of you, you meet up with Boba Fett and it and they're doing like a fight and it it looks like it is on the original Star Trek one of their like crappy yeah. sets That's the one where the Grogu is Desert. like doing the thing on top of the ball or whatever, right? Right, doing the beacon or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was that was one that Okay. Uh, okay. that Rodriguez directed. So really I can blame Rodriguez for the death of the Razor Crest. Uh, yes, probably. Good. good. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Um, so, so Trevor, I'm 
or I, I guess either of you, uh, what did you, what did you feel went right or went wrong? I mean, am I, am I over, am I, am I, I letting my, I'm going to give, I'm going to give my brief answer to that question. Yes. Your glasses are probably affecting your judgment a little bit because while you are disappointed, you are also deeply gleeful to be <laughs> <laughs> validated, I guess is probably the, or, or vindicated is probably the better term. I, I feel like what went wrong and I just feel like because of the way it ended is like in the end, I I didn't feel like there was any character growth. There wasn't an arc in the character of Boba Fett specifically. Right. Like, and that's what I feel like they wanted to do. They wanted to tell the story of this, like, you know, certified bad a who, you know, is looking back on his life and is being like, you know what? I could be better. And, and of course survived like, essentially near death, blah, 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 like, and then in the end, they didn't tell that story, you know, because I feel like that's what they did. They spent like, they spent three episodes of, you know, political capital, essentially saying like, okay, this is the story we're going to tell. And I'm like, okay, well, okay, I'm willing to come along for that ride, I guess. And then, you know, we get three episodes of the Mandalorian, which is loosely connected. And then the final episode, it's like, just kidding. We're, (laughs) this is still a dude that just, you know, incompetently kills his way out of everything. So no, 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 no. Everyone around him kills. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I I mean, that's, that's, that's the part that drives me nuts is like, he was like a stormtrooper in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Fennec Shand held this whole show together in more ways. than Yeah. 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 In more ways than one. Like, She's the one that kills everything. She's the one that keeps the, you know, I, I'm just like, why? I why did, she, I did appreciate Why is she like, still following him? Yes, there, there is that question of that is, has no answers. And I, I kind of appreciated that, um, at the end of the finale, like one of the closing scenes is of her being a badass and saving the like, biker gang, the scooter no, gang. No, her, her going in and doing like the hit on, Oh uh, yeah, 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 right on the pikes and yes, and the three family heads. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. that was totally rad. Uh, I think what we don't know is that when he took her to that mod dude and rebuilt her guts or whatever, there's there's one of those little you know uh, <laughs> binder things that they that they put on droids and it uh, that's why she's still loyal to to Boba Fett. It's not her fault, Jay. So I I I've cut you off a few times, Trevor. Go go ahead with your thoughts. <laughs> um, so one of the best parts of this series is Cad Bane, and Cad Bane was a great character from Wars, and seeing him here was amazing. They did but, really good with him here. Yeah. yeah, they did fantastic. It was great. Okay. My issue though is that Cad Bane in this situation is everything that I thought we should have gotten from Boba Fett. <laughs> A, I agree with that. B, I don't feel like we can say that Cad Bane was great when, in my opinion, sorry, I, I only mean like the makeup and the. That's what I mean. Not okay. Not, okay, the the character was cool. My my one of my big complaints about this series is that they introduced Cad Bane too late and he died too early. Totally legitimate complaint. And real quick, you really think he's dead? Uh, I hope not. It it kind of I mean, they make it th- seem like he we is. Threw but... Boba Fett in the Sarlacc pit, and that didn't seem sure. Like it, so. Yeah, yeah. 
and hopefully not. The plot armor um, thick in this series. <laughs> it is. It is. Real quick uh, on some of my complaints again, uh, and and this is really this is going to tee up Trevor to do one of his complaints. So I'm excited about that. Oh yes, uh, teeing up. So you know the this series had a structure in my opinion where you know you have the first four episodes and then you have episodes five and six that are basically the start of the new season of the Mandalorian. And then you have the season finale, (laughs) which is the crossover. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And, and so part of my issue is that you have the the first episode and it's kind of setting things up. Okay, that's fine. And then you get to episode two and it feels like it felt to me that episode two was like a bad Dune ripoff. There were like, there was, it felt like there was just so many things. I was like, what are you even doing? Like the, him going and training with the sand people felt like the Fremen. Uh, there was spice. There was a scene of water, you know, falling down on the people just over and over. It felt like kind of a Dune ripoff to me. And then we get to episode three where we get to have pentatonics week. <laughs> Uh, Star Wars on Tatooine. Sorry. (laughs) Carry on. And then we have the chase scene, which uh, Trevor has already ranted about, but I I wish to hear more ranting about. So in the making of the original Star Wars film, I'm sure many of us have heard or seen it, or maybe maybe you don't remember, but I'll remind you. One of the things that George Lucas said he wanted to bring as the setting of Star Wars was the feeling of being old and used. He wanted a universe that felt like it was thousands of years old and that everything looked like it was well-worn, well-used. So fast forward to episode three of the Book of Boba Fett, and we get five uh vespa mopeds with shiny each with 20 <laughs> rear view bo- mirrors bobbles incredible chrome yeah things on them that are so clashed against the rest of the universe that i felt physically ill <laughs> the, the scene where the five of them pull up to the city hall or whatever i believe that to be the worst scene ever put to film in the Star Wars universe, and I'm going to include this, the the Christmas episode. <laughs> like, it's just so jarring and odd to me. And uh, to be fair, that's a whole lot of hyperbole. I have not seen the Christmas episode since I was a little kid. Mm. But the point being is it just it, – it took me so far out of – the whole cyborg biker gang thing could have been done – so much potentially been cool yeah the cyborgs themselves were kind of interesting right like yes to a degree but make them look more like darth grungy right grungy yeah grungy the 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 things they have should look like they were stolen off of a 150 year old droid not manufactured yesterday i I mean they they look like they could have walked off the set of go go power rangers oh blade runner yeah okay (laughs) I mean, both of those, to be fair. Yours, yours was kind yeah. of, Jay. Here's the problem. Even even Blade Runner looks dingier and darker than than those guys. They they don't even fit there. That, that's how yeah, bad it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, 
So I just I when you when you had said the worst scene, I'd kind of assumed that you were going to be saying the low speed chase. Um, that bugged me bad too, but I was already <laughs> at that point I was <laughs> irritated, so, so pissed off that I was just basically tuned out. <laughs> um, the fact, the truth is, is every time those the the mopeds were because they didn't look anything like biker gang bikes i mean this is the gang that you would laugh at in real life if they were driving these vespa mopeds around you with every scene that those bikes were in i immediately just lost interest by about 80 <laughs> percent now just so i'm clear it's the scenes where the bikes were there not necessarily the the modded people or or did it, yes, I I at least can somewhat ignore them because because that's that's how I felt. I agree. Like the bikes were like, what what happened here? Like who the, shook some lucky charms into my Star Wars? The 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 speed chase where they're going like you know, uh, and and I I actually blocked it out of my memory. So when Jay brought it back, now I've got a whole bunch more to say. <laughs> <laughs> in in Empire Strikes Back. You are, or in, uh, sorry, in Return of the Jedi, you see speeders that when we were kids watching them fly through the trees, you're like, holy crap, I don't know how they could possibly drive through that. Fast forward to episode three, the Vespa mopeds are doing a race at a grand top speed of 10 miles an hour. And I'm thinking, (laughs) geez, my grandmother could drive through that town like that. And I'm like, I just don't understand how there could, how there could be such a, Disconnects. Yeah, just a disconnect between these speeder bikes running through the forest from, you know, 40 years ago and the speeder bikes that, you know, are having a tough time eclipsing, you know, 15 miles an hour. It just, it was so strange. Maybe it was meant to be a nod to how old the audience is, Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then they should have put them on, you know, like speeder walkers or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just, it, it was so painful. That whole section, anything to do with the bikers in there was, yeah. I, the, the scenes where the, the, where their bikes were not involved, I was able They're to okay. Least, yeah. Sure. I, I don't care too much for their appearance, but I could at least not be taking out of the scene emotionally, mentally. Yeah. Uh, the bikes were just such a disconnect that I immediately got taken out, out of Star Wars. Uh, okay, before we get to grading, which I, which I think we're about to get to, I just have a question about how you guys felt like, so episode five, you know, Mandalorian, which by the way, the, the armor is the new, for me at least, the new Boba Fett, like just a certified bad A, like, right? Uh, I wonder if how you guys feel like that scene played out, you know, with the Darksaber and the whole, do you feel like it does a good job of setting up like, Hey, I can't even say his actual name, Jin, Din Jordan or whatever. The Mandalorian is going to have some real motivation to go to Mandalore and try to go to, what did they say to him at the I, end? Like he's not, he's like, not a Mandalorian anymore until he goes to the wells of something or other. Right? right. I mean, it feels like they have set up season three of the Mandalorian is going to be Din. Like uh, a quest for his redemption. Re- right? Redeeming himself and establishing himself as the leader of Mandalore or the Mandalorians. Reluctantly, I guess Thomas Jefferson style. Oh, you guys, I don't really want to be president. <laughs> uh, I I had an issue a little bit with the the fight scene where this dark saber continues to get heavier. I don't. Recall, I agree. 
I don't recall it ever doing that before in any. I mean, it's not like this is our first introduction to the Darksaber. It's been in lots of media prior to this. Right. And I don't remember it ever being anything like that. It just that was a little odd, but I'm I'm willing to at least give it a chance. Yeah, give it a chance. Because um, he was fighting the blade. Come on, Trevor. He was. Okay. <laughs> it did. So I'm so. Are you saying I'm, that Moff, Moff Gideon was not fighting the blade? Clearly not. Yeah, he he yeah. was completely leaned into it, baby. Mm, mm. I I don't know. I think it's a fair complaint. Like I I agree. I am curious. So obviously this is going to be my reaction. Uh, but I'm curious how you guys felt. Um, so you know, kind of sandwich in the middle of this turd sandwich we have two episodes of the mandalorian uh to me i was like oh my gosh they do remember how to make a good show uh it was a little bit of a relief um i but i'm curious what your guys's reaction was uh i agree that like like i said episode five totally worth all the other well maybe not worth the vespas but most of the other baggage of the series right Episode six, I feel really conflicted about because yeah. of um, I'm just going to say it because of the choice that is pressed upon um, Baby because Yoda of, in the of end. Luke, Luke being a butthead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, wasn't he essentially teaching the same way he'd been taught or am I wrong? Like, I, I'm no, not trying to, you, you, I'm not trying to right. excuse his behavior. Right. But like, that's how they set him up to be. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's basically the choice that Yoda gives him when he goes off to help his friends. Is you know, you yes. if you if you leave here, you'll never be a Jedi Master. Yeah, so um, it's paybacks to Yoda's entire race. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of some of the things. I mean, I, I will I, say honestly, that I'm, I'm also okay with it because what it does is it sets up, you know the Mandalorian are samurai with the baby on his back again, you know? And it's like, that's what we're here for. So yes, give me, give me what yes, I want. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it set that back up uh, again. Uh, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed that <laughs> <laughs> the wasted this, like, why are they, why are they making episodes of the Mandalorian in the book of Boba Fett? Why isn't this just Boba Fett being a badass? What, yeah. Why is why isn't Boba Fett being a badass? Why is and like if you're if you're not going to if you're if you're not going to do something interesting with this character, why didn't you just make season three of The Mandalorian? That is a completely fair question, especially yeah, when we see what that can be. I don't understand why five and six were even a part of this season. Why why is Din Djarin even involved? Like I understand that they have a history and et cetera, and he, I feel like he can be, you know, a part of this. And I, I, I don't want to like say that I didn't enjoy five and six; they were the best of the series, but they should have been. I, I totally agree. But with it's you. an issue that that the best part of the series is the another for, a different series. Yeah, the, be- is the, the best. The best parts of this series in every episode are not Boba Fett. Correct. <laughs> The mm. best part of the best part of episode of, of of episode three was the Rancor. I mean, the best part of um, episode. I don't you know. can maybe maybe episode seven. Well, yeah, but part. that's still the Rancor again. <laughs> well, it's it's Baba writing the Rancor. I mean, there is that one amazing shot where the Rancor throws the droid up, and Baba finally makes a shot. So you know that was cool. <laughs> There's and real real quick another thing that just kind of annoyed me about 
uh, Din and etc. is just like Fennec is like, you know, we're massively out, or Baba, we're massively outgunned. What can we do? And they're like, I know, we'll recruit one person. <laughs> and then we'll make that and then we'll make that one person recruit guys for us. Like what the are you kidding me? <laughs> Good old Freetown. Like that drove me insane. He comes back to him and he's like, "Well, that was quick." And they're like, "Well, did you get anybody?" And he's like, "Well, I got Freetown." And they're like, "Well, that'll have to do." Like, what <laughs> were you guys doing this whole time? <laughs> what the are you kidding me? You guys need to be out recruiting. Are, it's not are, you, are you telling me that's not good management, Trevor? I, oh, gosh. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I I just, honestly, this, this whole thing could have been made. I'll, I'll make it better in three easy steps. Remove the shitty Vespa bikes. Okay. Put on Boba Fett's helmet and remove 75. Religiously, right? Yes. Don't take it off. Maybe maybe once the entire season, and the third one is remove seventy to eighty percent of his dialogue. Make him make Fennec say everything. Have him nod. Have him shake his head. He should be. I mean, that would, and I said this. I said this on the Discord, and I'm going to say it here. Have, so that have some mystery knows. to him. Yes, have some mystery to him. He is the. This is a space western, and he is the man with no name in space. That's what he should be. That's where you should think of him. He should be, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly in space and it is not at all what you get i mean i'll add a fourth thing that it feels like this shouldn't have to be stated but it evidently does uh because of what has happened in the series but approach the character with the mind frame that he is a badass and hyper competent because (laughs) at no point did he feel that way in the series yeah that's fair He's supposed to be the best bounty hunter in the universe, like the one bounty hunter that can stand up her mouth off to Darth Vader and Darth Vader will actually tolerate it. He is the first person that Darth Vader goes to and the first person that that um, uh, <laughs> the huts go to to have their issues resolved. Clearly, in the past, he had some competence. Where did it go? He got soft in his old age. <laughs> Which was a great line. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm here. To, I'm here to tell you that I don't care how soft you get in your old age. You don't lose that much competence unless you've basically, uh, you know, had a, a, you know, some sort of mental breakdown. Well, Trevor, have you ever been digested by a weird worm creature? Huh? Have you? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Let's let's go on to. Grading time. He does not appear to have Alzheimer's, so I'm assuming that he still has some of his mental capacity. Dark. That's dark. (laughs) Versus design. Design, yes. So I did like episodes five and six, but it almost feels like I shouldn't give credit to those because they do feel like season three of The Mandalorian. (laughs) That's true. I mean, I feel like I grade those episodes at an eight. I grade everything else at a five being generous. Oh, I, uh, I I think I would give this like a two or a three. It feels just like a huge lazy. failure. It feels yeah. like a huge missed opportunity. Okay. Uh, you should note that Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Ron Howard's daughter, and Dave Filoni are the two directors of episodes five and six. Clearly, they yes. have been they have been uh, amazing throughout the Mandalorian. They have done such a great job. Dave Filoni is 
I mean, he is the heart. And he's soul the potential stuff. Kevin Feige. I mean, of he's Star Wars. He's done it for years at this point. I mean, he him. I still have faith in John Favreau and Dave. So, but clearly they know what they're doing on the episodes that they direct. And maybe it's partly the material that they were handed, but they handed it to themselves. I believe both of them are involved as producing the show as well. So (laughs) they're like, let us take the best episodes for ourselves and we'll give the rest to other directors. Smart move. But, uh, I, I mean, I've already said the things that I dislike. I don't really like the idea of somehow... Here's another thing that drove me nuts is the the baddest man in the land has a training scene with the Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> like what? Like all of a sudden he's forgot how to be a bounty hunter. And they're like, Here, let us teach you how to fight. We, the sand people of Arrakis. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's your what's your score, Trevor, on design? <laughs> I, I, there's so much about it that I really like, but there's so much about it that. But I really the Vespas, hate. Trevor, how far do the Vespas pull your grade down? Come on, baby. Like when you every time you say that word, I'm like zero or one. <laughs> but then I think of a lot of the other things in the show, and it brings it up. But I just like this is the part that really just missed the mark. The writing fell off. Set design fell off. The choice of planet felt off like he we could have had him you know come out of um the uh sarlacc the sarlacc and and had him spend some time you know off planet or you know just trying to reform himself somewhere else i i don't so much is wrong i'm gonna give it a two wow Wow. really there's so much about it I just disliked the i I was too powerful with my vespa comment i'm sorry (laughs) I'm trying to divest myself from five and six because I don't feel like they're Book of Boba Fett episodes. I feel yeah, like they're, they're Mandalorian, they're Mandalorian right. episodes that have been shoved into the rest of it. So yeah. I'm I'm All not right. even putting those into my grade. A savage grade from the Chain Attack crew. Wow. Uh, on to time management. Um, this was a wobbly for me. There were a couple episodes that I was like, what? This is how long? Oh, geez. <laughs> I can't remember if it was episode two or three, but uh i mean management one of (laughs) one of my friends you know i think he said this before episode uh, four but he said uh he's like okay well i'm about to have the 45 most disappointing minutes of the week (laughs) (laughs) savage um anyway and it's i i it feels just, fine to it's me. just average to me. Yeah. I'm just giving it a five again on time management, Jay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> this is the damning with faint praise episode. Good gravy. Trevor? Mm, yeah, I mean, it was fine. There was no episode that I felt like it was... Was too long. That was it too... way overstated. It's welcome. Yeah, there was... there, But uh, it never felt me... Left me wanting more either, which is um, another thing that... Well, except episodes five and six, which aren't really part of the series. uh. Um, No, I'm going to be fair. I mean, they they felt like the right way. Um, They maybe maybe left me wanting a little more. Yeah, I I guess I agree. Um, I I just there was a couple episodes where I fell asleep during the episode and I was forced to go back and rewatch a section. And that was actually painful to have to go back, find out where, you know, figure out where I fell asleep. So to me, that's (laughs) that is that is not great. Um. Anyway, yeah, it it feels like five, maybe okay. even four. 
let's go repeatability. So I'm going to have to rewatch the series because I watch it without my family and they are going to want to see episodes five and six. <laughs> and you can just start at episode I, five. I literally was considering that. Like, I'm like, am I a bad person if I'm just like, come on, kids, watch, let's watch the next season of The Mandalorian. Oh, they made, they put a weird name in the title, but it's The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I give it a slight up, like just above average. But again, because of episodes five and six, jeez, oh, I feel so bad about that. It's a six for me, Trevor. Um, I think I'm gonna go back and rewatch a little bit of it. Specifically, um, maybe you can get a VidAngel subscription that will edit out the Vespas. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll probably rewatch episodes four, five, six, and seven. Um, there's there is there are more redeeming things in all of those than than there are in the first three. Like, I just think that the first three could have been compounded into one. Give us an idea of why he's, and it could have been completely rewritten to make it more sense as to why he's this crime lord all of a sudden. Right. Um, which I'm I mean, okay. we didn't really talk about it, but I did, I was kind of interested in the, the, the motivation. Like, is it episode four where he gets his ship back? Yes. Or is it episode? Okay. Like that conversation between him and Fennec Shand, I was interested I was I found that to be potentially interesting, right? Where he's like, I'm tired of working for other people who are stupid, you know. So then his solution was to be the stupid person that other people work for. Kind uh, of interesting. Uh, but <laughs> All right. Anyway, I t- uh, repeatability. I don't, I don't think I don't think I'm going to go back and watch rewatch some. There is some really cool stuff in here though, so I will, I'll probably pick and choose a little bit. So Sure. I'm going to give it a 4. I'll pick and choose some stuff, but I don't think I'll ever go back and rewatch the entire series. Okay. I'll give it a three mostly because it, for a, for a Star Wars property, it has very, very low repeatability for me. I will still rewatch parts of it, but. Yeah. Probably uh, I'll re- just I'll rewatch episode five and on. Yeah. Right. I'll rewatch the sections with Cad Bane because I always thought he was kind of a. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Let's uh, go to fun. The fun category. Um, pretty mixed bag here. I'm gonna guess from people. Um, I mean, we keep saying that episodes five and six aren't part of the series. They, I mean, they technically are, and I did enjoy <laughs> those. I did, I did, I, I would not. I and mean, we've we've said fun, or we've also said entertained. Uh, entertainment value, I guess. Yeah. This one. Yeah. And neither of them are high for me, except for episodes five and six. Um, I've had fun pissing on the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Brutal. I mean, I think there were parts of episode seven that were still quite a lot of fun, you know, from a, like, I had the feeling of mashing my action figures together, you know, there, there was, I would, there were some very cool parts in the, in the finale, but there was also the parts that were like, so frustrating for me of like, okay, well, here we are again, uh, Boba Fett didn't realize he was going to be masterfully outgunned and betrayed, and he is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why? Why? In every other uh, scene or movie that involves somebody who's highly intelligent, they almost always like they almost always get betrayed just like this. But then they have a backup plan. Like he's like totally blindsided by this. Like, well, WTF? I just got why? Why? Why would you guys do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's it that's his big plan i'm like are you kidding me 
haven't set up any sort of ambushes or backup plans that the audience is not aware of, and all of a sudden we get revealed to, and we're like, holy crap, he was way smart. Like I mean, all the, the Rancor other... was kind of that, but it didn't. It wasn't <laughs> set up like you're saying. It was. It was a desperate gambit, right? Mm, yeah. I will say that this. I'm going to give this probably a higher score than you guys expect because if I pick and choose from each episode sections that were fun there are some really memorable moments throughout all of this the problem is is that the the name of the show is the book of boba fett and all of those memorable moments are the vast majority of those memorable moments don't (laughs) don't involve him they are callbacks to characters from other series like like the wookiee and 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 cad bane and all these other people that are just and, and Grogu and and Dindajarn. I mean, these are all people who are fantastic characters, and there are these great highlights. And every one of them, I was excited for, um, but none of them have their name on the show. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I think that it was quite fun. And if I could just have a you know quick YouTube clip of all of those moments, uh, I'd give it like a nine or a ten. So I'm going to say the show's going to be a seven. Or, or eight here. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit more than maybe, but I just every time Baba was on the screen, I'm just like, ah, why are you here? Back? We go again. <laughs> why are you back in the back to tank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, it's a six, and part of it is probably because I binged four episodes last night. That may have affected my enjoyment just a tiny bit, but I think I agree with a lot of what Trevor's saying. Like you, you could string together some really sweet clips, right? Yeah. I'm going to go with the three just because like, yes, there are brutal fun. There are fun moments in the series, but like, it feels like I shouldn't spend as much time upset at the TV series as I was <laughs> watching this show. Jay would not make a good gold miner. He doesn't want to spend hours and hours finding little tiny nuggets. <laughs> it's probably it's probably why he's not in your world of tanks, Gilda. <laughs> probably, yeah. I'm not sure why. Uh, overall, team. Weirdly, I think my overall is lower than the sum of its parts. Because I feel like I, I, I'm going to give it a four. I feel bad about that, but I only feel bad about it for episodes five and six. It's sad that a Star Wars property is probably not going to get a second season. That that says something. Well, I mean, honestly, why why would you make a second season of this as opposed to another season? More Mandalorian. Yeah, right. Because they're making seasons of everything. We're getting Ahsoka. We're getting uh, yeah. I'm I, I, like they've they have already greenlit season two of Andor before season one is shown, uh, but no word yet on season two of, of this show so i mean i'm i'm probably wrong they'll probably put together a second season and i hope that they redeem the character and the story but maybe it'll be fennec shand just you know visiting him at a nursing home yeah i'm super excited for the book of fennec shand part two <laughs> i i but they're going to keep coming to this well, clearly. I mean, they've got all kinds of series lined up. So that's well, they've got they're... all these sets yeah. for tattooing they got to keep using. So, <laughs> um, I don't know if you know this, Josh, but they're all—they're not green screen. They're—they're um, they're a special round room with a, a special type of um, screen in the background that makes it look like they're on a planet or a different location. Have you, is that, have you seen? Is that for real? Is that true? Yes. I'll—I'll oh, right. see if I can. Have you ever watched the making of the Mandalorian? I haven't. I, I tend to avoid makings as a character flaw, like because I'm like fine. It's I don't not... actually want to see what's behind the magic, 
but maybe I I would be interested still. Yeah. Uh, you should. I'll see if I can find a short clip of it. But basically, it's a l- really large round room with screens that make the background. Um, it's the brand new thing where the actors have an opportunity to react to what they're seeing. Um, and uh, so instead of acting in front of a green screen, they're acting in front of a l- very large right. TV. It's it's actually quite fascinating. When it's pretty cool mm. stuff. Yeah, that is cool. Um, but it makes for pretty cheap sets, honestly. They don't yeah. do a whole lot. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's good. So, Trevor, what is your your overall number? Uh, five. It's pretty average show. Okay. I I or four. I I just don't think it's all that outstanding. I will continue with the three. Um, mostly. I can't believe you don't move the overall up, Jay, just because of the joy you've had at being vindicated. I mean, I just. It just feels like such a huge missed opportunity for me, and that is, it's it's a three of disappointment. So. All right. Well, I guess we're all semi goes. Maybe Jay's a no go. I mean, if you are a Star Wars fan, you're going to watch it. If you're not, you're not. And yeah. So, that's probably a, a fair description of the audience. All right. All right. Let us know what what you guys think, and let us know how we're wrong. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have to get used to that, so please do.